This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to the Anatomy of Marriage podcast. I am your host, Melanie Studley. Good morning. My name is Seth Studley. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. And today is day 73 of 100 days of AOM Q&A. And today we're going to talk about the marriage app raising kids, and I hate my body. If you're new here, welcome. We have 291 episodes all about marriage and relationships because sometimes marriage is harder than it should be, mm-hmm. and, but it's always worth it. So when you say it should be, it's like, well, it's just hard sometimes, but it's awesome. Yep. And as always, our show is brought to you by Audible. We love audiobooks. We listen to them every single day, and we want you to do the same thing for free. So please go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get your free audiobook on us. And if you listen to the show regularly, just to let you know, that helps support us. It actually is very helpful when you do that. There was a big crash out in the other room. I hope our kid is okay. (laughs) Yeah. And you guys are going to Amazon and getting free books and using our code. So thank you. And like Melanie said, that does help greatly. So Um, onward. and, And every day we are live every weekday. Monday through Friday on Instagram and Facebook, so you can catch our show there at around 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's right. So, all right. Oh, somebody says, I have started watching your podcast a few days ago, and you are just a blessing to me. (laughs) Thank you. You're a blessing to us. Yeah, you're a blessing to us. The feeling is mute. That quote is blessing. So, okay, review the day. Five stars from Been There Too. If you like Brene Brown, which we do. I think you will like Seth and Melanie. They are vulnerable, flawed, and courageous enough to show that when your marriage, family, and self are still under construction, it's not just okay, but deeply encouraging. And their playful but edgy verbal agility is the whipped cream that helps the healthy stuff slide down way... Way down. Way down to where it touches touches the the heart. heart. I love that. Uh, That's good. That analogy made me giggle. And I really love whipped cream. Me too. Vanilla whipped cream? Mmm. When we used to work at Starbucks, I would make whipped cream and eat it constantly. You made mocha whipped cream one time. We just made everything whipped cream. We made raspberry whipped cream the other day. Anyway, thank you for that comment. We we are so appreciative to everyone who has rated and reviewed our show. It helps us out tremendously. So please rate and review the podcast if you haven't yet. And thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who has done that. That's it's right. Awesome. Okay, let's see. Uh, for So number one thing we want to talk about is not a question. 
We want to ask you, I guess it's a question to you, Mm -hmm. have you listened to yesterday's podcast with Daniel Purcell about Get Your Marriage On? So as you have heard me mention before, Mm -hmm. I have been working for literally like 10 months on a marriage app. It is free. There's a version of it that's free, a version that's paid, and it is very inexpensive compared to basically anything. A pair of shoes, like anything. One coffee and you're done. Yeah, like a pair of jeans for the whole year. I mean, come on now. So anyway, the marriage, we did the interview with Daniel yesterday. He is the co-creator of the marriage, of Get Your Marriage On, the app that we made. And he is also the, um, what's the word? He's He's the programmer. The programmer. He's the coder. There's another word for it. He's a developer Mm -hmm. for the app. And so I really, really, really want you guys to check that episode out. Oh, and this lady says, the app is super cool. Thank you. It is a lot of the app is us. So if you like us and you want to learn more from us, but also have like homework Mm -hmm. that is laid out for you and questions and tools in your pocket 24 hours a day, Mm -hmm. please go get your marriage on. Get get your marriage on app Mm -hmm. and check it out. And the interview is so fun because you get to see the heart behind, like the spirit behind why we made it, which I think makes the app itself make a lot more sense. Yeah. Go, oh, it's like goofy and funny. and It's just not an impersonal app like yeah. Spotify or whatever. Or Spotify other. has no soul. <laughs> well, it's it's us, right? And it's other people in the marriage it's space. It's Dr. Corey Allen. We are like all him. over the app too. So yeah. um, I downloaded the app yesterday and I'm excited to go through it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get your partner to do Thank it too because they can sync. And you can do homework stuff. Yeah. And there's a really special feature on there called Battle Strip. That's a marriage stripping game that you yeah, which can is really play funny. with your partner. And it's hilarious. Yeah. So so check it out. Please listen to that episode. We I poured my heart and soul into that app. I adore it to bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. So we'll be sharing more about it. But I really want everybody to check it out because it's, uh, it's just super fun. Um, share it with your fronds. <laughs> With friends like these. And also your enemies. So, okay, uh, on to the first thing. Fun to see you liking each other today. Uh, Hold on. Savannah says, I downloaded it like a month ago and blew through all the free stuff in like four hours. Get the paid version. It costs less than a pair of jeans. When you say pair of jeans, it's like $6.99 a month. No, there's an annual version. No, no, learn a book, Seth. Well, that's what you told me. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, Good. So, let's see. Fun to see you liking each other today. Hey, on your list of things to work through, how can you collaborate on raising your kids and... Uh, you raising your kids to need you less as they grow. This okay. is from a listener telling us, asking us a question for one another. Mm. How can Seth and I collaborate? Because mm. it says on your list of things to work through, mm-hmm. how can you collaborate on raising your kids to need you less as they grow? Mm. You can read the rest of it. I don't know why you stopped reading. Okay, Mel, you're so close to this. Maybe ask Seth for his ideas. My wife and I learned to do 10 and tens in marriage in in marriage encounter long ago uh you each write separately on a question for 10 minutes then take another 10 minutes to read each other's piece twice through for head and heart and then discuss we often get to similar conclusions by the different paths it's a way to to hear each other without interrupting or prematurely evaluating love you guys keeping it real so okay how can you collaborate on raising your kids to need you less i think that um co-creating structures around that and especially co-creating uh i mean because i'm you're well it's the summer so you're with the kids mostly so co-creating something that you can do like a schedule which Mm -hmm. you've been doing during the week and then also on saturday and sunday when i'm home mostly and wednesday too all day uh co-creating a structure of where i can like do this activity and create like a routine around that school's almost here so we should have started this at the beginning of summer but 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have those, I made those laminated charts and Mm -hmm. stuff. So I've been trying really hard to do this, but I think what Mm -hmm. they're saying is like, how can we co-labor, collaborate Mm -hmm. in raising our kids? And I feel like a lot of times you just do what I've set out Mm -hmm. and I think it's confusing to the kids and they don't quite know because it's not, you're not following it almost the way that I set it out to be. So sometimes it's like halfway is mm-hmm. almost worse than no way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that it's an important conversation to have. And I actually love the idea of whatever the 10 in 10s thing is. I mm-hmm. want to check that out. Yeah, I haven't heard of that um, before. But like one of the things, just as a sort of to clarify what I've been doing and what, how we're trying to work on things with our kids lately is setting boundaries every single morning, which sounds weird Mm -hmm. but it's almost like school so we have we have these laminated chore chart things that i made for each kid so on the back of them when i had them laminated the whole goal was you could write on them with a dry erase pen so we turn them upside down and on the backs i will write like you know electronic time then you have four different sections of 45 minute increment increments then go ahead and Tell me what time you're going to do these things and what device you're on. Are you watching a show? Are you playing the Switch? Are you playing the iPad? Whatever. And then um, below that, I'm also having them write out things that they want to do today. Like it might be skateboarding or going to the park or swimming. or And it's different every day. I found that if I just make a big list and they look at it, they hate all of the things on the list. Mm-hmm. It has to be like a thing that they come up with that day for some reason, which is, that's fine. I mean, I'm like that. I want to do the thing I want to do this day, not mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. So um, that's how I've been trying to work through. And I, and I kind of overly clarify what I expect from them, their behaviors. Like yesterday they went to my mom's house and I was like, you will not call me and ask if you can spend the night. If you do that, I'll immediately pick you up. You will not call me and ask if you can go on Amazon and buy a Funko Pop. If you mm-hmm. do that, I will immediately pick you up. You will not like it's so rigid and mm-hmm. seems so counterintuitive to me, but it is the only thing that has maintained our sanity for like mm-hmm. um, five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. What's the name of the app again? It is called Get, Get Your, Your Marriage, Marriage on. on! Exclamation point. G Y M O. So okay, let's go to the next thing. Oh, Savannah says she's going to get the full per- version. Yeah, yeah, high five. Good. You're going to love it. Yep. Oh, let me, well, no, we talked about, go listen to yesterday's show. I want to talk about that more, but we won't. Okay. What, am I go reading ahead. it? Yep. Okay, this is a longer one. It says, do you have any tips on dealing with body issues? Since having four kids in five years and breastfeeding each of them, I literally hate the way that I look, especially when I'm not dressed. For sex, lights have to be off. I don't, I don't. Want. want to be touched anywhere, looked at, or anything. And I know it's partially why our sex life is struggling, but I can't seem to love myself. People in the group have suge- suggest. Okay, now, if you're listening with children, please mute it. <laughs> People have suggested in the group masturbation or toys. I feel so embarrassed even wondering about them. Why? Before kids, I wasn't as bad, but I've never liked the way I look. But now it's unreal. Even the simplest things with my kids... I do not let them see me undressed. How can I show them to love themselves if I can't love myself? How the bleep can I change my mindset? It's a daily battle, but with but with intimacy, but with the intimacy side of things, I literally never feel sexy. I cringe at the idea. My partner says he still loves the way that I look, and I believe that he does. I just don't love about myself. I don't know what that is. Says growing up with my dad. Growing up, my dad and older brother constantly criticized me and how I looked. I just was never allowed to be a female as a teenager. Then I got into my first and only relationship with my partner at 17, and here I am at 30, still not feeling like I'm okay in my skin. I wish it didn't affect me so much physically, mentally, wait, 
and in my relationships. Like my therapist said too, I didn't get it. I didn't get to be myself as an adult before being in a long-term relationship. So even if my partner compliments me, I haven't ever told myself or allowed myself to believe it. I feel like an alien for not trying sex toys, exploring more or being okay with my femininity. As much as we have intimacy and connection issues, I feel like my partner would be up for trying new things to explore. He's okay with me, with seeing me undressed, but I wait with me seeing him undressed, but I don't think I'm just not letting go and allowing it because of my hangups. Having kids so close has battered my tummy, but it's just everything. I have nothing feminine about my body as I'm such a boy frame in my eyes. I had to be the tomboy with no sexuality growing up. Arg, I feel like I'm just raining bad vibes here. Sorry. Hmm. Um, This is a great question, and I'm Mm -hmm. so thankful that you had the courage to share it. This was in the women's group, Mm -hmm. and I think there was like, I could be wrong, but I think this one had like a ton of responses Mm. which is so awesome ladies you're killing it there's like you know someone will post and there'll be like 37 comments in like four hours so thank you ladies for being such an awesome community in the facebook group but um what are your thoughts on this like right away what do you think well i was thinking a lot of therapist thoughts and then also some things that uh you have said like about your own body and like your family of origin and stuff. And we talked about it. Like I grew up in the South, which I, I don't wear a Seth shirt. would be naked every moment. Oftentimes. If he could. Cause I just don't like clothes, I guess I, you know, whatever. You have hair clothes. <laughs> Not cool. Keep talking. Anyway, I, um, I like to be free. Right. So, <laughs> Uh, but Melanie doesn't and I'm, and sometimes it's, I'm like, Hey, you always go to the closet or like never change in front of me or whatever. And this has been something, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. But, um, if you don't either, you're not thinking about it or you're feeling not great, I guess. I don't know. But as a therapist, I would say, okay, clearly there are some neuro pathways that are like cemented like this, that mm-hmm. says my body, ugly, Bad, everything, no good. I'm not feminine. Uh, well, sister, you are feminine at your core. That's who you are. You don't have to look any certain way to be feminine. Mm-hmm. You are feminine by nature, by you had babies. your insides and your estrogen ovaries. and ovaries and all this stuff. You are feminine. And there is excellent, awesome, super power in that. Mm-hmm. More so than um, the masculine, I believe. I think females and the feminine are way stronger mother in nature everything and i'm not being weird i actually think it's a stronger force so you are that okay you are that tell yourself every day that and then you are going to use stop thoughts every single freaking second on this because all this is just going to go and go and go and sure talking about it is good but until you get it in yourself i have this thing that I wrote last week that has been helping me. And it's a quote that you thought I made up, but I didn't. A million people have said it before. I cannot be present with others and give to others until, and accept others until I can be present and give and accept myself. You expanded the quote. I like it. Yeah, because there's this, it's so rich and it is so true. I can't give you a dollar if I don't have a dollar in my pocket. Point blank. I can't give anything that I don't have, Right. Or I can borrow it from somewhere and kind of make it up and fabricate it and give it to you, but that's not doing me a favor and that's not doing you a favor mm-hmm. in the long run because it's just like it's just like a credit card, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have that money to begin with, so I shouldn't be even messing with it. So, uh, Savannah says, you freaking gave life and then supplied nutrients for human beings. Amazing! Right. Yes. Nobody you else can do that feminine, except a woman. A goddess. 
Hear me. Right. Beyonce. You're Beyonce. Right. So Put I your wa- crown on. <laughs> That's right. I want to think about the, like a, a cognitive behavioral CBT approach here, like using stop thoughts, canceling thoughts. There's one guy that I've been listening to and I really like a lot. And who is it? Damn it. I don't know. Don't Sorry. On our I didn't show? mean to say that. I don't remember his name. Um, but it's a book, Connecting the Mind or something like that. He does this thing where he says out loud, audibly, cancel. Oh, I'm ugly. I don't want to change. I would say cancel. void. 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 Whatever. whatever. Or like Dwight Schrute it. Wrong. Wrong. Yeah, whatever word you want. Wrong. And then you you gauge that and put some truth on it. Right? The truth salt shaker that I talk about. Wrong. Put some truth on there every single time. And then if you eventually do that enough, you will change that neural pathway. And, okay, lady from a husband, if you're, I believe that your husband wants to see you without clothes on. He accepts your body. Uh, of course, he accepts you with clothes on. But when he says that you are fine just the way you are, he probably means it. And anytime you change or do anything in front of me, I'm like, yes, I appreciate it. No matter what. I never think it's ugly. I never think it's gross. I never think it's anything except it's con- it's not even sexual. It's connecting. Hey, you're vulnerable and you're being okay doing that in front of me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Right? And then I go cook eggs or something. It, it's not like sexual. It's not anything. Mm-hmm. It's just thank you. Okay. So that's what I think about it. Um, I like those thoughts about it. So thanks. So in the when I did the Inspire Summit with um, Melissa Scott, she in she did the video with me and she quoted this thing: "The thing we focus on the longest becomes the strongest." And I had never really heard it worded that way. And I love that idea because if you're repeating in your head and have it have had the idea repeated to you by your dad and your brother that you're ugly or dumb or you're not really a girl or you're you're a tomboy, just don't even try to be pretty, that is now the strongest. Um, and what I hear you saying is that, and I don't, maybe I'm incorrect here, correct me if I'm incorrect, is that you're... Um, you're twisting up the concept of femininity and sexuality. It's a little bit what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that make sense? Yes. When I say that? Well, I think there's a comparison there. Like your, our, not just yours, our culturally ideas of masculinity and femininity mean certain things like an hourglass body or well, yeah well i whatever. mean you say i literally hate the way i look in the top of it especially when i'm not dressed then at the bottom you say i feel like an alien for not trying sex toys so like, there's also sorry therapy wise there's a lot of comparison and judgment here so i would talk to your therapist about th- throw all the body stuff and sex toy stuff out the window talk about comparison and self-worth and judgment on yourself because if you have those things no wonder you're not gonna who, who, you're, you're we're never gonna add up if we're constantly judging comparing and thinking that what we're doing is wrong right mm-hmm. so sorry go ahead um but the reason that i'm talking about what looks like you're mixing up a couple different ideas and maybe i think there's a very fine line of what your therapist said that you were never able to be like on your own there's a very fine line of that becoming destructive. So don't inter I, I would I would advise you not to interpret that as I just need to it's your fault because I'm married. Oh, right. I got married so young, I could never be my own woman. And I don't know what that would really mean. Uh, but I know people feel that, but I just don't think it's your partner's mm-hmm. responsibility that you haven't explored or sort of felt your own femininity in a particular way. But then 
this goes back to season one. I talked about it. Actually, I don't know if it was season one or, or was our interviews with Dr. Tina and the concept of finding what I think is my healthiest version of my sexual self does not come from lingerie, toys, masturbating, pornography. It does not relate to any of those things. It's the fact that I brought three humans into the world that I breastfed three children and now they can talk to me and play chess with me. Like it, my deepest sense of like, I am a queen goddess. Amazo. Amazo is funny. Amazo. Um, I, is that it does not come from anything that social society says is feminine. For example, I actually have this shirt on right now, which is very funny. It's a sweatshirt that says unladylike. And this is a podcast. Now, I'm warning you, if you are Christian or you are in the least amount offended by language, do not listen to this show. <laughs> Unladylike podcast came from a podcast called "What uh, Things Your Mother to- Never Told You or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's a, an amazing podcast. I adore it. I, have, I, had, I haven't listened lately, but there's loads of bad language. But the way that they talk about femininity, it's all about um, sort of exploring this sort of feminine um not feminine what is the word i'm saying i'm trying to think of like i don't know empowerment empowering kind of looking at femininity in a different way feminism that's the word good mm-hmm. night so um but listening to this show unladylike and things your mother never told you again don't listen to them if you're not ready uh but that has been one of the most helpful and inspiring things for me to realize my superpower as a woman did not come from lingerie, does not come to come from comparing myself to Heidi Klum or some other like seven foot tall model who weighs seven ounces. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, that is not helpful. Um, the idea of exploring your body, like the idea of going from, I feel like a tomboy to masturbate. Like to me, there's not a connecting line that mm-hmm. feels like you're on the wrong trajectory. You're on the wrong path. You're trying to seek your femininity the wrong way. And I don't mean that to be negative. Um, it also helped me to look at like, honestly, like, uh, ancient, uh, different cultural views of women, uh, the matriarchal matriarchy stuff, like how women are viewed in different cultures well, a thousand years ago like a lot of a lot of tribes indian tribes here were matriarchal yeah matriarchal matriarchal <laughs> right i don't know what your the tribe or my tribe was but uh maybe ojibwe was matri- i don't know but yeah it's not like an it's not like a new thing or a wrong thing no but 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 think about this like when I say that, like I'm looking toward, I'm looking to like my, my tribe or whatever, my native side to see what, how women have been perceived differently throughout different uh, cultures. It has nothing to do with lingerie. Right. Zero. It has zero to do with how thin your waist is or how much you like sex. It is like, are you a bad A mom? Like, can you come in and fix it like that? Like, are you strong? Do you carry your whole family on your back? But well, like that to me mm-hmm. is a thousand times better than I look really good in this uh, leotard. <laughs> That's what our kid calls a leotard. <laughs> right. So maybe maybe changing the whole paradigm and changing the conversation of masculinity and femininity. You know, it, for me to be like masculine doesn't mean I can grow a beard and have muscles, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it means something different for everybody, so maybe that does mean whatever. But maybe it's like the, the, 
the 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 inherent inherent and strong characteristics that I have more of that you don't, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have, you know, obviously a different body, obviously different hormones and different chemicals. And maybe that's what it is, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, oh, I have, I can make kids. I have way more estrogen. I'm more nurturing. I'm all these things, these mainly feminine characteristic characteristics, and I am good at them. I embrace uh-huh. them. And you know what? My husband doesn't have those. I'm awesome, right? Of mm-hmm. course, he has things that I don't have, and that's I think that's what makes up a good relationship. Yeah, like the acknowledgement of that, and like letting the other person sit into their like God given power. Mm-hmm. And when I say power, I mean that. Yeah, right. Like oh, yeah. it's a, it's a powerful. You are a powerful force. Anybody mm-hmm. is. Right. Think about it like this: like if you walk into the room and you have a frown on your face and you scowl at everyone that's powerful Mm -hmm. you are dragging that whole room down with you Mm -hmm. right so there's comments here about this it says as amazing as our bodies are it's still hard to be vulnerable to intimacy when we separate our life giving from our love making it's a totally different use for use of our bodies and one has little to do with another in the moment also if we would wouldn't subjectively have sex with ourselves if we weren't us it's hard to ask someone else to do it it's a horrible thought cycle but incredibly hard to make them fit together and transform into feeling sexy yes i will i want to talk about that your oh shoot your body does not define who you are you have so much to give that doesn't have to do with the way you look yes um true but when you like sex and are rejected because of your body it's hard to differentiate your body from your entire identity you're absolutely right but that's a hard thing to believe Mm-hmm. It is so hard to believe. I have to tell myself this all the time. So yes, mm-hmm. there's another, uh, thank you for that exchange. And that was two different people talking. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I think is really important, um, that this now is going to go into the sexual part, part of it is that you find things that make you feel. So I, okay, just straight up honest here. I don't love my body either. Like there are parts of my body that I'm like, well, wish it wasn't doing that right now. Um, and I'm like skinny, but when I was pregnant, I wasn't, I was big. <clears throat> and so my stomach is like flabby and not flabby, but like crepey, like wrinkly, you know, like I scrunch over and like rolls over itself. Uh, not in a fat way, like a skinny old lady way. And that's fine. Old lady tummies are great. But, uh, the thing about that is that I get uncomfortable if I can see it and I'm like, Oh, that makes me not want to have sex. So find an outfit that makes you feel like it covers that. And it's sexy. They have them everywhere. They're called corsets. Like there, there's whole like lot. Is that what those are for? No, that's not what they're for. Oh. Of course it is to kill a woman's spirit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not. That was a joke. Um, and that's very unladylike of me to say. So, uh, but I want you to think about that. Like don't, um, that is an actual tip or tool or whatever where you're saying this type of garb garments whatever it is is covering the thing in a way that is still appealing to my partner but i now feel a little bit better about it right it's kind of like this like guys can wear tank tops tank tops were probably invented because of like oh yeah check out my arms but you know it's like goes here but then covers the like fat beer belly yeah. stomach right <laughs> but it's like oh yeah so but look at my arms a tank top is a, is a corset for dudes yeah well Sure. Only a dude would think a tank top is a corset for dudes. Uh, but anyway, so think of it. I want you to think of it like that. That's a pra- just a practical way. Um, but it sounds like in the, the comment thread that your husband is denying you because of your body. That's a whole different ballgame. Y'all need to go to therapy or y'all need to get your husband to call us mm-hmm. and we'll rip him a new one because <laughs> that's not okay. 
Yeah. Uh, let's see. It That's says, not getting you more of what you want, dude. No. And it says, on the health side of of it, personally, just putting good things in my body and being active helps me feel sexier, and it has nothing to do with the way I look. Yes, mm-hmm. yoga does that for me. Yep. And it says, right, do and wear things that arouse you because you being aroused by your body is going to arouse your spouse. Yes. Exactly. Yes, yes, Mundo. yes. Somebody else says, stretch mark city over here. That's right. You want to see my stretch marks? They're no, on the side. I right have there. stretch marks everywhere. Anyway, um, food. So last night we went to a restaurant and ate heavy food and it just, um, it made me I feel ate like... a kale salad. Well, you ate a kale sa- With chicken. Well, with chicken. I did not. However, I had like creamy clam chowder and, and a thousand bread. pieces. Of, you ordered so much bread and I was like, what are you I doing? Know, and I know. And I felt like heavy and not good, right? So what you put in your body, the amount of water you drink, mm-hmm. what you drink is so darn important but and i but i want to say one thing i thought of it earlier and i didn't think of it again but uh you you have to find and okay just go with me here it's gonna be real weird mm. uh there is a part of you and i want you to find it i want you to look for it i want you to search for it you are this like amazing like a orb floating diamond of the universe with like rainbows around you and stars like you are the universe and the holy spirit and you're like a goddess of the lands and just find it i know that sounds so stupid but i want you to meditate on how you can find your most amazing self all the time and i don't care if you're size 7000 or size 7 i don't care your size your shape your stretch marks if you have a disability, if you are missing a foot, it doesn't matter. That does not detract from who you are as a person and the value you bring to the world and the like total unlikelihood that you're even existing on this planet. So find it. No one else is going to find it for you. Mm. And until you find it, this kind of stuff is going to be like um, climbing Mount Everest. It's going to not be fun. You're not going to like it. It's going to mm-hmm. suck. And what way is that to live? That's right. I'm mad at myself now. <laughs> okay. <I'm not>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the encouragement. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Uh, Stephen free to be. No, we don't, we don't take people in the live. We don't video. know how to do Number it. One, I don't know what that up. is. And um, I don't think you're a weirdo, but you someone might be. says that this has made them terrified of dating again. Mm-hmm. Um, the body shaming thing. So, I'm glad that that's not happening anymore, honestly. That mm-hmm. is a very, very hard thing to say or to do, go through. But I want to really encourage you, take this time that while you're not dating to start to love yourself. Read, Eat, Pray, Love. Watch it. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. a good book. I haven't read it for a long time. But mm-hmm. but f- like, find meditative things that you resonate with. Listen to Deepak Chopra. Listen to, what's that lady's name? Gabby Bernstein. The universe has got your back or whatever her tagline is. Listen to Mel Robbins. Like, you're amazing. You're amazing. Just because one person was a total a-hole to you does not mean that you're not flipping amazing. That's right. And if you really want to think about it, that person may have been an a-hole because somebody was that same thing to them. and and it just repeats and repeats. So we have to make... So in Indian country, we talk about historical trauma and the fact that historical trauma can end with us. And uh, okay, if we talk about that in the family of origin thing... Family of origin, your patterns, your trajectories, your proclivities can absolutely stop with you. Mm-hmm. They can. They absolutely can. There's absolutely no reason. It might be the, it, it will be the hardest thing you've ever done. However, it can be done. There's two things I want to say. One of them is I saw an illustration by that therapist lady we follow on Instagram. I can't think of her name, mm-hmm. but she drew, did a therapy illustration and it said there, something like there are two people in the, two types of people in the world. Mm. One who is like crushed by the weight 
of their family of origin problems. Mm -hmm. And then the other, the person who is um, like holding it together and trying to change everything, but they're like the, the, it's so hard to change Mm -hmm. that it's like so hard for them. Does that make sense? Like it's so cool. And I can't remember. Welcome to my life. (laughs) But it was very interesting and it was very insightful. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And there was something else I wanted to say so bad, but you kept talking. Well, you said we're going to do a short show today, so we want to thank you. That's a super good question. I am also interested in the like sexuality piece and the masturbation piece and the sex toy piece. We actually had a sex toy company for a minute there. We were like majority partners, but it wasn't right for us, and we figured that out. But it was called Marriage Supply. If you go to marriagesupply.com, I think it's still a thing. Why are you touting that right now? That's the opposite of what we should be. Because it will help the listener. No, it won't. Okay, listener. I totally disagree with you. I'm mad. Don't be mad. I love you guys. I couldn't get through the past year and the next year without you two. Well, we are so oh. glad. Uh, I wish I could carry you in my pocket. Wait. Oh, wait, I oh, can't. Oh, busted. That's right. So get we want to talk about we want to talk about a couple things that, that we really have funny. going on, you guys. So There's something I'm trying to remember. Talk. So for real, uh, we love doing this show. It's awesome. We have some big plans coming up, and it's going to be really, really cool. And part of those big plans are the groups. The mm-hmm. uh, the well, first of all, the premarital series that we'll be launching very soon. I know we've been talking about it, but we are like dialing that stuff in. And then also an AOM marriage mastermind group, which is the group therapy model that we've been talking about. We've just been mm-hmm. trying to name it for a long time. That's right, and it will be paid, and it will be worth every single cent. Guess dollar. what? My rate is literally $150 per Hour. session, right? Anything we're going to do is a zillion times cheaper than that and probably will be better because with me and my rate, you only get me for 50 minutes, literally 50 minutes. But with the group therapy, you get me and Melanie. So it's going to be awesome. So we're going to launch that soon. Look for it. What we pay for, we appreciate absolutely more Mm -hmm. and then we're doing a big aom overhaul starting in october so we're going to finish out 100 days of q's and a's Mm -hmm. um so if you ever wanted to ask us a question now's the time because stuff's gonna change um you have we have about a month and a half to get there so it's Mm going to take that till the till we get to 100 episodes of this q a session thing till we're wrapping that up but a bunch of stuff is changing so um i'm Let's see. It says premarital series. Okay. Sorry. Um, uh, My brain was going all over there. So we want to just give you a heads up. We're going to try to remind you every single time that we are with you that there's a big change in the works here. It's going to change how we interact with everyone every day. It's going to change where we are, when we are, and why we're there. Mm -hmm. And it's all moving towards um, having this become like our jobs, if that makes sense. Right now, we don't make a ton of money doing this, and we're trying to get there. We're Mm -hmm. trying to make it so Seth can quit his job. Don't tell anyone he not not that that's like the plan but it, i want it to be the plan mm. but um so yeah just get that in your mind the middle of october stuff's really going to change and but there's intention behind it there's a reason behind it and we can explain it we'll explain it more later um in the coming weeks that's right so you guys are awesome we're going to wrap up the show remember to go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get any free audiobook you want lord of the rings Harry Aware Potter. by Dan Siegel. Yeah, anything that you want, right? So we love you guys. Melanie, anything else? We're out of here. We love you. Go join our Facebook groups and please rate and review the podcast on iTunes because it is so helpful and it helps people find our show and know that it's legit. But then lastly, go get 
Get Your Marriage On, the app. You can get it in the Apple iStore and in Google. Yes, the store. Apple iStore, as Melanie calls it. All app, right. app Store? See you guys later. <laughs> Bye. I, I said iStore. Yeah. Bye.